Hello and welcome to The Pig Edge, Chagas Pig podcast with me, Kieran Carroll, bringing you all the latest news, information and advice to keep Irish pig farmers up to date. And for this episode, we're looking at the Temporary Business Energy Support Scheme with Louise Clark, Specialist Advisor at Chagas Ballyhays. And I first asked Louise what the current situation on pig farms is in relation to energy costs. So I'm sure all your listeners are well aware at this stage that energy prices have risen quite significantly in the last number of months. And I suppose the concern is that they will become an even more significant cost in the future for us all. Um, But I suppose in relation to pig farms, we know that they can be quite energy intensive businesses. So therefore, they can spend a considerable amount of money on energy every year. Um, Now, a figure I would have previously spoken about at our pig conference back in October was that, say, for an average 600 sow unit entering into a new contract, um, the ESB bill for a unit that size could possibly have increased by around €8,000 per month. Um, So obviously that's a significant increase in energy costs and one that can put a lot of pressure on producers, particularly with the lack of profitability the sector has seen in the last 15 to 16 months. Um, So the temporary business energy support scheme is a timely relief for farmers and a scheme I suppose that all farmers should look into and see are they applicable to avail of the support that has been offered through the scheme to them. Very good. So what, what is the, the TBES, as it's better known as was, uh, the Temporary Business Energy Support Scheme? What exactly is it? Yeah, in a nutshell, the uh, Temporary Business Energy Support Scheme, or TBAS, as it's known, was announced as part of Budget 2023. Um, so basically, the scheme was introduced to provide support to businesses suffering significant increases in their energy costs by electricity and or their natural gas bills. Um, so the scheme is available to both bill pay and pay-as-you-go customers and support is available under TBAS in respect to energy costs relating to the period of the 1st of September 2022 to the 28th of February 2023. And what sort of financial help is available in, in TBAS? So through TBAS, the government is providing up to €10,000 or €30,000 in some cases. Um, per month to eligible businesses whose energy bills have risen by 50% compared to the average unit price in 2021. So the scheme will allow eligible businesses to receive a payment of up to 40% of the increase in their electricity and gas bills. Now, however, that will be capped at a maximum of €10,000 per month. Um, however, if a business or if a qualify, qualifying business operates across multiple locations, and has more than one electricity account or MPRN, then the cap in that case may be increased by €10,000 per MPRN, MPRN, but it will be subject to an overall cap of €30,000 per trade or profession. Okay. And is that increased cap, is that available to both electricity and gas? Yes, the increase is available in relation to both electricity and gas relating to that business. Just to be aware that each electricity account must have its own MPRN with that or with the MPRN having a separate electricity supply address. Um, However, the increase does not apply if the electricity accounts are located at the same electricity supply address or if they're located adjacent to each other. So just for example, for a producer who may have a mill with a different MPRN at the same site as the piggery MPRN, they would need to check this out just to see if they're eligible under the two MPRN numbers or addresses. 
Uh, in terms of eligibility then for it, what, what sort of criteria are we looking at there to qualify for, for this scheme? I suppose we have two main criteria you need to have. So the first one is that the business must be tax compliant. Uh, so this obviously means that they must be up to date with regards to tax registration, um, any tax payments or the filing of any tax returns. And then they also need to make sure that the business has a tax clearance certificate for the claim period that they will be submitting. Um, in addition to that, then as well, to be eligible for the scheme, the business must be able to show that their electricity or their natural gas bills have increased by 50% or more when they compare it to the same month or billing period as last year. I think you might have mentioned uh, revenue earlier. How do you go about applying for the scheme? Yes, yeah, so the TBAS, it, it's been administered by the revenue uh, on behalf of the government. So Basically, the easiest way to apply is through revenue online services, or some people might know that as the Ross service. Um, now, in a lot of cases, uh, a lot of producers might work with their accountant on this because they would have obviously the up-to-date information on the scheme. Um, but basically, it's a two-step process. So step one is to register, and step two then is to make the claim itself. Um, but both these are accessible through revenue online system. Um, and just to be aware then that you must register via Ross uh, before any claims can be submitted. Okay, so you have to be registered first anyway before you can move ahead. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in terms of any information that, that the farmers could be gathering as they prepare to apply for it, what, what sort of information do they need uh, to apply for the scheme? Yeah, so I suppose when registering for the scheme, um, they'll need to have details of the business itself and then information on their relevant electricity gas or electricity and gas connections. Um, so, for example, they would need things obviously like the business name, the nature of the business, and the address of the business. So that would all be needed for registration. And then in terms of the claim period, they'd need to have all the information relating to the bills. So they'd need to have all their bills um, in front of them. And information they'd be asked for would be things like their invoice number. Uh, they'd also need to input the exact exact start and end date of the bill um, and just to be aware on that they shouldn't align or adjust that to align with a claim period it must be the exact start and the end date as seen on their bill um, then after that they'll be asked for the total number of units consumed for the full bill and again it's important that not to import the unit cost it is the number of units consumed that they're going to be asked for um, and then finally, they'll be asked to input the total amount of charge on the bill, excluding the VAT charge. So it's really important that they just take their time when they are inputting this information, I suppose, to make sure that it's the correct information they are inputting. And it will just help to prevent kind of any delays later on um, in payment or when payment comes through. Um, and then just sorry, on that, Kieran, as well, it's important to note that the business themselves, they don't have to do any calculations. So all the businesses have been asked is to simply import the data from their bills onto Ross and then it's Ross that will actually do up the calculations for them so the business themselves don't actually have to do any calculations. The scheme kind of refers, you know, monthly from, was it September last year up to February this year uh, and I know my own my own energy bills come in every two months. What happens if your billing period isn't on a monthly basis? Yeah, exactly. I suppose in reality, as you said, billing periods often cover parts of months even so they can either be monthly bi-monthly quarterly or even in some cases annually 
Um, but there's don't worry about that because the revenue system itself will automatically apportion the bills and attribute the cost to each relevant claim period and reference period. So when an electricity or a gas bill covers only part of the claim period, then it will be compared to the proportionate amount of the costs from the reference period in determining their eligible cost amount. Um, so again, it's something that Ross will go through. So all you have to do is put in the information for the relevant period and they'll be able to um, proportionate the costs then. Okay, so exactly is what's on your bill and the dates on your bill and revenue will do the other bits and pieces that has yeah, to, exactly. to fine-tune it. Okay. Exactly. Very good. Yep. Um, is there a time limit on making a claim or when can someone make a claim? Yeah, it's a really important question. Um, there are time limits in terms of making the claims. So these time limits, I suppose, they're set out in legislation. So therefore, the revenue will be acquired to administrate the scheme within those boundaries. Um, so it is important that one, I suppose, you get your tax affairs in order and then that you have any documentation required for the claim as well. Um, and that's particularly for September 2022 claim. So where a person is making a claim for that time period, they need to have um, it submitted by the end of January. So by the 31st of January 2023. So just for any producer out there that's hoping to claim for September 2022, they need to have the um, details in and submit it before next Tuesday, the 31st of January. Um, so in relation then to the other time periods, I have uh, included a table in my newsletter article this month. So you'll be able to find the time limit in terms of when you have to have them um, claims included or put in, submitted onto Ross. Um, so there's information there in the newsletter article. And there, you'll also find good information on Revenue's website online. So there's loads of information there in relation to the time limits and how you go about uh, registering for the scheme and how you go about making a claim as well. So it's definitely a website to have a look at if you are in any difficulty with the scheme. That's ROS.ie, I'm sure. I, I think I remember yeah. from looking at it anyway. So you'll get more information there on ROS.ie. Um, just finally then, Louise, any any final bit of advice for farmers, you know, in terms of looking at energy costs and seeing them going up, how they might uh, monitor and control those energy costs? Uh, yeah, I suppose this is something I would have covered back in October um, at our pig conference. We did a paper on energy there. Uh, so basically, it'd be kind of the same message, I suppose, from that paper. So just looking at things like, you know, monitoring your own farm usage, um, understanding where your energy is being used and trying to identify any areas where you can see is there potential savings to be made. Um, even things like maintenance on the farm. So checking all your sensors on the farm, checking that they're working correctly, that they're correct or in the correct position on the farm. Stuff like that's really important as well. Um, if you have any problems with insulation, to make sure you fix them up as soon as you can, if possible. Um, and then in the long term, maybe something producers could look at is the likes of renewable energy sources. And I suppose one of them, the most uh, common or popular one now at the moment is the solar PV. Uh, so that's gained a lot of interest in the last while. And I suppose technology there within the last 10 years has come on leaps and bounds. Um, and then just for farmers to be aware as well that there's different grants available there too. So under the new TAM scheme, uh, farmers will be able to claim for a, for a 60% grant in relation to solar PV there um, up to where there's a 90,000 euro ceiling. So it's one definitely to look out for. Um, but again, I'd, I'd refer any of your listeners back to maybe looking at that 
energy paper that we covered or any of the newsletter articles as well where we have a good lot of information there in relation to energy usage and trying to um keep control over your bills that's great yeah and they'll find that information on our website chagas.ie forward slash pigs and just go into the publication section there so you'll get all that information there Louise thanks very much for joining us on the show today appreciate your time that was very informative thanks very much no problem at all thank you that's it for the latest episode of the pig edge and my thanks to Louise Clark for joining me on the show don't forget to tune into the pig edge for all your pig production news and don't forget to rate review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a show And for more information on farming, go to chagas.ie. I'm Kieran Carl. Thanks for listening.